Dude, you are in a fudge factory packing fudge. Oh, that does it. I will sue you! For what? You can't just call somebody a fudge packer and get away with it! Hey, is that fudge packer Tom Cruise? Collateral is an action thriller film released in 2004 and directed by Michael Mann. Collateral tells the story of Max, a taxi driver who was taken hostage by a hitman and forced to drive to the locations of his targets. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please consider watching the film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Max is a taxi driver who has aspirations of starting his own limousine company. He picks up Annie, a prosecutor. They have a pleasant conversation on the way to Annie's office, resulting in Annie giving Max her business card. Max's next customer is Vince. Impressed with Max's punctuality, he offers Max $600 to complete a five-stop route. Max reluctantly agrees. Waiting for Vince, a dead body lands on top of the taxi. Vince reveals to Max that he is a hitman. Detective Ray Fanning is on the case, as the dead body was an informant. Vince is successful killing a second victim, a criminal lawyer. Ahead of schedule, Vince makes Max drive to a jazz club where he converses with the owner, Daniel. Vince reveals that Daniel is the third victim as he will be testifying against Felix, the man who hired Vince. He gives Daniel a chance to escape by answering a question about Miles Davis. He answers correctly, but Vince shoots and kills him anyway. Max is forced to take Vince to the hospital as his mother is expecting him for daily visits. Max's mother tells Vince how proud she is of Max for owning his own limousine business. Embarrassed of the lie, Max takes Vince's briefcase and throws it onto the freeway, destroying information including the last two stops. Vince forces Max to go to Felix and pretend to be him in order to re-access the lost information. Realizing that the victims are all witnesses to Felix's case, Fanning goes to a nightclub where the fourth target is at. Vince and Max are there, and Vince kills the fourth victim. Fanning attempts to help Max escape the nightclub, but Vince shoots and kills Fanning. Back in the taxi, Max is fed up with Vince and purposely crashes the taxi. As Vince's laptop is open, Max sees that the final victim is Annie. Using the business card he was given, he calls Annie to warn her. He runs to Annie's office and helps her escape from Vince. They are chased into a subway where Vince and Max engage in a shootout. Max shoots aimlessly, wounding Vince. The film ends with Vince asking Max if anybody will notice his dead body on the subway, which was a remark made by Vince earlier in the film, as Max and Annie get off on the next stop. You know, here we are once again on a Tom Cruise film, even though I had already said that I'm not too fond of Tom Cruise as an actor. The reason is, man, he's 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 popular for a fucking reason, right? Yeah. Fuck it. Here we are, brother. Let me say this, man, before we get into this fucking episode, is that the media is absolute dog shit. I think you know where I'm going with this, right, brother? Yeah. So while we're recording this, fucking there was a report that Jimmy Fox is dying. Due to a stroke. And the media is absolute bullshit because they take everything out of proportion. Where there was an article saying that he, the family is going through the worst. And they're preparing for the worst. Uh-huh. Yet his his daughter 
made a statement saying that, hey, my dad's been at the pad for two weeks. He's recovering. He's on the mend. So don't believe everything you hear. Yeah. Let's, so fuck the media, man. That's good advice, yeah. So let's get right into it, brother. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 20, brother. Jeez Louise. 20 of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Taking the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Collateral, brother. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that, like I mentioned, has Tom Cruise in it. Mm-hmm. We'll say this Tom Cruise is a fucking badass man. Yeah. And this was my recommendation. Mm-hmm. A movie that I've seen many times over the years. Yep. And this is some good shit, man. We're going to get into the plot, get into the characters, all the other people that are involved in with this, direction, all that good shit. But y'all should know by now that the discussion of this episode does not start without opening up some beers. So, brother, let them know what we got tonight. Tonight, we are drinking a special one. I've heard only good things about it. It is the legendary Dragon's Milk. Ooh. And... For those of you out there probably wondering, what fucking association do you have with this stout and, <laughs> and fucking collateral? Okay. Well, let me explain. Okay, this fucking beer, as I mentioned, is a stout. It's got hints of coffee, vanilla, and the keyword here is chocolate. So according to South Park, Tom Cruise is a fudge packer. <laughs> Hence why we use the intro for this. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> We're fucking reaching for these fucking beers, right, brother? Well, I mean, they don't always have to have a a specific connection. But we try our best. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take a swig in a little bit, but before we do, fuck, dude, this is an 11% brew. Yeah. So we got to sip on this slowly, brother. (sighs) Can't get too fucked up. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right, well, let me get a smell first, because I don't know, dude. I like to take a nice little smell before, just to know what the fuck I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Smell, and then cheers, brother. He's a swig for the good men. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, fuck. This does not taste like an 11 percenter, bro. Yeah. It's smooth as fuck. I I, I really like this. Um, Oh, yeah, that bourbon barrel-aged shit. (sighs) I don't know, man. Me and bourbon barrel-aged... We we don't hang, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I I've gotten burnt out on bourbon barreled aged beers because I feel like it's been overdone. But this one is not too aggressive with it. So, mm-hmm. and I believe they say it's only aged in them for three months, which yeah. is to their benefit because the longer you age it, the more it comes out. Yeah. And this one, you get a hint of it on the nose, and then you get a little uh, on the that back end. Yeah, so it's not too bad, dude. As soon as you said back end, dude, I felt like I got backhand slapped. Like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. This is already creeping up, man. I only took one swig. Yeah. I mean, it's 11%, Ooh. so you can't really escape it. Yeah. Overall, brother, I like this, though. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah, it's definitely not bad. This is a beer I think you'd fucking appreciate uh, drinking to if you're, like, watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> if if yeah. I were to pick something, I would say this reminds me of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, the cool dragon on the bottle mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, hey, man, House of the Dragon was a good fucking show. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but... I highly recommend it, brother. Mm-hmm fucking great shit there's a lot of good characters and i don't know if you're like if you were burnt out by fucking game of thrones and maybe not but i i would say fucking check it out brother yeah i don't know man game of thrones was a knife in the heart for me Oof. but i never i never read the book so i, I neither did i you can't i just really checked s- out the 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 shows yeah you can't really say i'm a, a diehard fan so i'm gonna get one more swig right here brother and then well, let's give it a ranking what do you say let's do it let's do it it's another swig for the good men mm-hmm. mm. a little one 
because let's not let's not let's not get fucked up yeah. <laughs> before we get into this review. Yeah, right. If you don't mind, bro, let me go first and fucking rank this show. Go for it, man. So you definitely get the fucking barrel aged mm-hmm. uh, tones with this shit. Uh, as far as the chocolate goes, a little bit, not too much. Uh, vanilla, absolutely fucking not. Coffee, maybe, yeah, I, I, you definitely the what I mentioned with the backhand slap. <laughs> I, I definitely get the coffee from okay. this. Uh, for an eleven percent though, this is smooth as fuck. You don't get eleven percent overall. I dig this. However, a few episodes again, we did uh, bring up Judgment Day by the Lost Abbey. I think it's far better. I gave fucking uh, Judgment Day a four. I'm gonna give this a three and a half. Nice, nice. I, but I do enjoy this, man. Yeah. Let's wait for the good men. Okay, for me, um, <clears throat> this beer is smooth. I'm not a huge fan of bourbon barrel aged beers, as I said previously. Um. It's not too egregious with the bourbon barrel. Like I said, they only aged it for three months. So, yeah. Um, overall, I'm going to give this also a 3.5. Nice. It's not the greatest beer, but, you know, I could drink this. If if you told me to pick a bourbon barrel aged beer to drink, I would pick this one without being, you know. Like snobby about yeah, it. Yeah, or, like or too yeah. burnt out on it. Yeah. So, yeah, 3.5 out of 5. It's not bad. Cool, brother. Let's uh, take another small sip for the good men. Yes. <laughs> and then let's get into this fucking movie, bro. Let's do it. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm. Oof. That's a little squig, bro, but like, ooh. Yeah. Might, you... might start feeling a little warm already, mm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all right. All right, brother. Let's get into this shit. Let's do it. Collateral. Mm-hmm. It's a movie I recommended. Yep. And again, not a big fan of Tom Cruise. I have not given a fuck about like the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> uh, we did fucking do a review of Vanilla Sky. Yep. Which we have some parallels in a certain scene from this movie that oh, yeah. we'll get into a lot yeah, that's later. Right. Um, and then there are some like other movies that we'll get into the later work for Tom Cruise because he did say like because he is famous for a reason. Yes. He is a talented fucking actor. Uh huh. Just for me personally, I just have not gone out of my way. But this fucking movie, yes, bro. This is where, to me, dude, <laughs> Tom Cruise was a fucking G in this fucking movie. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's a pretty versatile actor. And if I could pick one complaint yeah. about him in this movie, it's his fucking hair. <laughs> you don't like the salt and pepper <laughs> shit, dude? It, I, that I don't mind so much. I just feel like it was pretty badly done. Mm-hmm. It looks like, you know, when, when you see people and you're like, man, he's wearing a fucking rug on his head. Yeah. This is what you could tell. It's not his real hair. It, it was almost like they were like matching you with the suit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, he's great in this movie. Um, Fuck I'm, yes, he is, bro. I like Tom Cruise. All right, Like man. you say, he's he's famous for a reason. So, yeah. Exactly, brother. So, let's get into the plot, bro. Let's do it. So, this is where, so, Jamie Foxx. Is uh, who who is the main character? Is it Jamie Fox or like, or is it fucking Tom Cruise? It's like it's like Duel, um, basically. But I would say Max would be the main character because you follow him in the taxi. Yeah, I would say if you were to press me on it, it's definitely Max, right? Uh, Jamie Fox. So, so Jamie Fox lead this, right? Uh huh. So Jamie Fox, his name is in the movie is Max. Mm-hmm. Max is a taxi driver. He's very ambitious. He's got his own fucking goals that he wants to accomplish. That he wants to start off his own limousine company. Yep. Right? And so we'll get into that a little later. Why it comes into uh, a bit of a fucking uh, incident during the film. Uh-huh. So he picks up uh, uh, Vince in this fucking movie before, like, after someone. That we'll get into also. <laughs> and it turns out that he is a fucking hitman. Yeah. And and the one thing about, like, Max, too, is he's very punctual. 
He knows his fucking routes. He knows where he's going. He knows LA like the back of his hand. Yes. He'll tell you like by the fucking minute, like, oh, we'll be here in 17 minutes. We'll be here in eight minutes. Mm -hmm. Like not seven, not nine fucking, like he's pretty precise. And I think that's a great detail to add to is because they're in California, right? Yeah. They're in LA. And anybody that lives here in California is, or knows that, you know, we give minutes. Yeah. If you say like, what's the distance from here to there? We always give you the time in minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Or a number person. Oh, I'm around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. fucking means now. You're not even close, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yes, so that that that's the premise of this movie is that that Max picks up a hitman played by Vince yes. Tom Cruise. Yes. And he makes him, he forces him, keeps him hostage to fucking go around to hit his targets. Yeah, but that's not how he introduces himself, right? He, right. He comes in there and says like, hey, man. After the first stop is completed, he says, I have, I'm a real estate agent. I have multiple clients to meet tonight. Mm -hmm. I'll give you 600 bucks. Yeah. And then Jamie Foxx's character, you know, Max, he's like, uh, I don't think so. But he's like, hey, man, Reluctant, 600 yeah. bucks, man. He's like, all right. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah, but that's premise, man. It's fucking, and, and for me, dude, that's very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. A lot of, a lot of fucking things can happen. Yeah. So based on the premise, I'm interested in this shit. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the characters now. We, uh, we've already mentioned Vince and Max, played by Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, respectively. Uh -huh. Now we're going to get into Annie, who's played by fucking Jada Pinkett. <laughs> I think the less we say about her shit that's going on now, the better. Yeah. But I will say this, man. This is 2004 when this movie came out. Jada Pickett's fucking stunning in this movie, man. Yeah. She looks very lovely to me. Yeah, this is in between the Matrix films, right? Or... Yes, yeah, this is right after. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then we're going to get into Ray Fanning, that's played by Mark Ruffalo, dude. <laughs> Good and old then, Mark Ruffalo, yes, dude. dude. And then a few episodes, we did Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind, mm -hmm. right? So that movie was my introduction to Mark Ruffalo. Okay. So in that movie, he looks like fucking nerdy, <laughs> you know, and shit. And yeah. then when I watched this movie, dude, I had no fucking idea that was him, dude. Really? Because this was like my second movie I've ever seen from him. So I remember when um, I, was, I started watching a lot of his other movies, you know, uh -huh. like, like Shutter Island. Yeah, yeah. And all the other ones, I was like, all right, let me let me check his Wikipedia and see like what other fucking movies he's in. And then he was like, he was in Collateral. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck was he? Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, it's Ray Fanning, dude. I had no idea because he looks so different from like Eternal Sunshine to this yeah. one. And also, well, and they're the same, well, almost the same year, right? 2003 was Eternal Sunshine and this is 2004. Yeah. So he's not a big different in age, but he definitely looks different. And look, yeah, with Eternal, the facial hair and yeah, everything. Eternal Sunshine, they're trying to make him look like he's fucking in his early 20s. Yeah. And then in this one, he's looks more his age. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, Mark Ruffles is a great fucking actor. Just yeah. Put it out there. I'm glad we're we're, uh, we're doing a movie where he gets brought up again. Yeah. Because uh, I can't wait for the day he, get, he wins an Oscar. Hopefully, like, mm -hmm. sometime soon. He's a fucking great actor. Yes. Love him, man. And the last character I'm going to bring up, he's not very big. I know he doesn't have too much screen time, but he is important based around this whole fucking movie. And it's Felix, played by fucking the great Javier Bardem. Yes. Yeah, so the reason he's important in this is because Felix is the one that hires fucking Vince to do these killings. Uh-huh. Because there's a whole fucking, uh, like, a case against Felix. And the the people that are there to testify against him are his fucking targets. Yes. So let's put that in there. But honestly, like, Felix is important because this fucking whole story kind of revolves around his fucking case. Okay. You know? And then we're going to get into the plot right now. But before we do, brother, I got to say this, man. What I fucking really like about this movie, man, is the dialogue. Yeah. There are parts, there are many parts that we'll get into in this fucking movie that 
the dialogue, the conversations that these characters have are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So off the back, I will say that I very much enjoy the writing in this fucking movie, man. Okay. And it doesn't happen without the fucking actors executing it perfectly. Yeah. So let's get into it, brother. Fucking plot. Let's do it. Starts with fucking Vincent, Tom Cruise, at an airport with Jason Statham, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's there fucking not even maybe fucking 20 seconds. And I bet you he got fucking more from that fucking payday that I go, that I do in a fucking year. Yeah, probably because this is what, 2004? So this yeah. is in between all the Transporter movies. He Transporter, was, he was already pre- Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he was already pretty famous at this point, so. Yeah, but he's only in it for maybe 20 seconds. He's there just to drop off a briefcase. Yep. At an airport, man. Very fucking simple. You never see him again. Mm-hmm. And then we get the introduction of Max, who is the 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 cab driver. And right away, man, that like you see that he's like fucking like uh like his fucking taxi's nice and neat. He cleans the fucking steering wheel. Yeah. He's very nice and orderly, and he has a picture of an island. Like where the fucking, um, um, it's like, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about, right, brother? The fucking, like, uh, kind of like that visor that the car has. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So he has like an, an island picture. That's what he calls like his paradise, right? His uh-huh. vacation. Yep. And then off the back, bro, like, I got to say, man, the fucking soundtrack in this is fucking nice, man. Hmm. I'm enjoying the music in this. Uh, they have like a nice, uh, uh, fucking Max is driving around LA. Some nicely decent shots of fucking like the, outskirts of la uh-huh. the whole fucking thing while that it's playing it's fucking you got the fucking c 2.0 by the roots <laughs> fucking love that song perhaps a song i'll use in the fucking instagram story but probably not because there is a scene in this that we'll get to much later that's fucking even better just to put that out there all right so uh max fucking picks up annie who's played mm-hmm. by jada pickett smith man yeah and then off the off the bat like she's on her phone She's, uh, the way she's talking on the phone is that, on her cell phone, is that she's like, like a, like a lawyer, basically. Uh-huh. But she's a prosecutor. Yeah. Right? And so she tells, like, oh, you, uh, gives him the address, uh, you're going to go here, 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 here. But no, Max goes, nah, I'm going to go this way, this way, and this way, because we'll get there sooner. Yeah. So just to put it out there, that fucking Max knows his fucking routes. Mm-hmm. He's very punctual. He knows where the fuck he's going, dude. And then they do this, like, little, like, fucking wager, right? That if, like, um... We don't get there by the time you say. Then the the ride is for free. Yeah, and then of course fucking Max is right because mm-hmm. he knows his fucking routes like, like the back of his hand, like mm-hmm. I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But the one thing, like they they have like a nice pleasant conversation, you know. And then Max does say that the fucking taxi thing is a part time job. Yeah, which we end up finding out that's a fucking lie mm-hmm. because like uh, he says that he has aspirations of starting his own fucking limousine company. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking cool though because like um. Like when I say that they have this like pleasant conversation, it's like they they jo- they talk about like their respective jobs and how like like uh, it's like kind of a, like a rut, what fucking uh, Annie goes through, how okay. she gets fucking nervous. she wakes up she goes through her whole routine but it's she's in a rut because she has doubts about herself mm-hmm. and she it's it's like she wants to fucking escape. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why it's important to bring up that Max has that fucking that island picture mm-hmm. in his visor because he. He tells her, like, you need a vacation. He's like, no, maybe you need a vacation. He's like, oh, I go on vacation all the time. Yeah. And he's like, explain to me. And he goes, well, well, I have this picture of this island. And whenever I fucking, I need a break, I just go to this island and fuck, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And he gives her the fucking picture. Yeah. He and says, that, that's a nice fucking gesture right there. Like, this is a complete stranger. You've just met this person. Yeah. He says that she needs it more than he does. Yeah. So that already tells you off the bat that Matt's, 
Max is a nice fucking good person. He's a good person, man. Not a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Just someone there, you know? And based off of that, any fucking appreciates the gesture, gives her his fucking uh, card, right? Which comes into play a lot later. Yeah. Fucking nice little detail. But again, bro, the conversations that they have are so fucking nice. I like the music in the background. Mm -hmm. Has this nice fucking tone that it's like fucking just them two fucking having like a, a conversation, like a normal conversation. But fucking love this, man. Mm -hmm. Again, the conversations in this fucking movie, the dialogue, I love it. Nice fucking shit. So right after fucking Andy gets dropped off, this is where fucking Vince comes in, bro. Mm -hmm. And then when you realize like fucking later, like how they're all connected, you see that Annie and Vince fucking pass each other. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy if you look yeah. back at to it, yeah. you know? And so he picks him up, dude, and he tells him like, all right, I'm going to this fucking location. And he's like, how, how long is it going to take us? Oh, it's going to take us seven minutes. He's like, oh, not six, not eight. He goes, nah, fucking seven minutes, bro. Yeah. And then fucking he's imp uh, Vince is impressed by by his punctuality dude mm -hmm. but again bro they have like a nice conversation about like uh what what they do you know and he yes. like tom cruise fucking ends up saying like oh i fucking hate this place mm -hmm. as soon as i'm in la i don't want to fucking be here yes you know but jamie fox's character max fucking says well this is my home man mm -hmm. i fucking know it so that's why he tells him I, i'll be there in fucking seven minutes man yeah it's kind of like the same a similar conversation that happens with uh, annie earlier yeah. right mm -hmm. and this time even vincent he asks him like this is temporary and he says no i've been doing this for 12 years and mm -hmm. vincent gives him like a weird like oh okay but he doesn't really press it yeah so yeah i think that was an interesting part of their conversation yes and another part of the conversation i gotta bring up bro this is really important uh -huh. is that like tom cruise fucking or excuse me fucking vince he fucking explains that he doesn't like L.A. because there's so many people. Uh-huh. So then he brings up that story. Yep. That he heard that someone fucking died on a subway. And he's like, would anybody give a fuck if the person died that he's on the subway? Because people just come and go. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody even fucking realizes because all these people around yeah. doesn't even give a fuck. Yep. Comes very important later at the fucking movie. Yeah. So impressed with the punctuality and that at the first stop, fucking he tells like Max, like, hey, man, like... uh. Like, how much you making a day? And he says, eh, around 350, 400 and shit. Mm. I should have said tree fitty, bro. Since we're bringing South Park into this yeah, shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. So he says, hey, I'm making this much. And he goes, hey, I'll give you fucking 600. Bro, the way he fucking flips these dollars, bro, <laughs> is such a fucking G, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like fucking, he's playing poker with these fucking cards, bro. Yep. It's fucking so sick. And then Max is reluctant. And he says, no, nah, I don't really want, I can't really fucking do this. But he's like, come on, dude. Let's just do it. But he fucking agrees to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then. Fucking, he goes, he goes about, he's fucking waiting for him around in the alley and shit. And then, boom, out of nowhere, bro, this fucking, like, corpse just fucking falls on his <laughs> fucking taxi, dude. Yeah. You know? It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. And I, I think Jamie Foxx's acting here was fucking cool because he's eating a sandwich, mm -hmm. dude, and the fucking, the food goes everywhere, bro. Yeah. And then he doesn't even have time to clean it and shit like that, you know? Yep. He comes out, but I gotta say this, bro, this is a fucking flaw, dude. Okay. And the reason I say this is because... Tom Cruise has just fucking said, in LA, there's so many fucking people. It's fucking overpopulated. It's one of the biggest fucking like cities in the world. So when this fucking like corpse hits the fucking taxi, not a single fucking person comes out. Mm -hmm. Not fucking one, dude. Uh, well, they're kind of like in a back alley, right? I know, dude, but still, like a fucking crash is going to hit and fucking like, like who's not going to hear that around nighttime when it's quiet and shit? Yeah. Oh, I, I will say it's LA, right? So. Yeah. Usually they're probably used to hearing shit like that, and then people just kind of, they kind of ignore it. Nice. That's my explanation for it. Yeah, and then I got another fucking flaw right here, bro. Okay. Is that, 
So his body fucking like falls. He fucks up the windshield, right? There's blood all over it. Uh-huh. The fucking Vince just grabs a fucking bottle of water and the fucking mm. blood's gone. <laughs> no. We all are aware, well aware that this sh- blood just doesn't just fucking come off like that with one fucking bottle of water. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That's a fucking flaw. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, because of this shit, dude, they take off. But this is the introduction to Mark Ruffalo's character, mm-hmm. Ray Fanning. He fucking shows up to this fucking, uh, to the exact same spot because he needs to talk to this fucking person. Yes. It's an, the, this body that fucking fell mm-hmm. is an FBI informant. Yep. He needs to talk to it because we end up finding out that the next day is where Felix is going to be prosecuted uh-huh. by all this shit. Yep. That's why all this shit needs to happen fucking tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, fucking Tom Cruise, or excuse me, fucking uh, Vince fucking needs to get this jump tonight. Yep. That's why Felix hired this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, the best fucking hitman. He should fucking... I mean, they make it seem like, yeah, like, fucking... Like, Felix is fucking rich, dude. And shit yeah. like that. So yeah. you're gonna hire the best motherfucker you got out there. Yep. But because of that, dude, I, I got a flaw I'm gonna fucking bring up a little later, bro. Okay. All right? So... The scene of the crime, dude. So, like, because of this shit, dude, like, um, what I like about fucking Mark Ruffalo's character, dude, is, like, man, like, a detective should have fucking Ray Fanning's work ethic, bro. Mm-hmm. He notices that fucking shit ain't adding up. Yeah. He fucking fell off, right? Like, what? He just fucking walked away? Fuck no. Something's fishy here, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Mark Ruffalo's fucking side guy, like, his fucking right-hand man is, like, I wouldn't say the complete opposite, but he's almost a little lazy to me, dude. Yeah. Because he just wants to pack it up, and he's just like, ah, it's there's nothing in it for for us. And that's right, bro. Nothing in it for you. But like, but fucking Ray Fanning wants to get to the bottom of this shit. Yeah, he doesn't want to get. He wants to get to the bottom. He doesn't give a fuck who's at the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is what basically I'm saying, bro. <laughs> and then it gets to the next scene, which is uh, again another nice fucking badass conversation between Max and Vince. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, bro, they get fucking pulled over by the cops. Yeah. Yeah, this scene was pretty intense, dude, because, like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, windshields fucked up, mm-hmm. you know? So, get in L.A., they're going to get pulled over. Eventually, they're, like, someone's going to see this fucking fucked up taxi. Yeah. Right? So, it makes a lot of sense. They get pulled over. Fucking cop tells them, like, hey, man, like, you're, like you're, you're, your taxi's fucked up, and, like, you didn't, like, well, like explain this shit. And he says, oh, I hit a deer. Yeah. <laughs> like, a fucking deer in L.A., dude? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I like Tom Cruise, like, uh, or excuse me, Vince. I'm, I know I'm going to fuck up a lot because, like, <laughs> the name just rolls off your tongue, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? But he says, like, is this necessary? Like, do we need to fucking, like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm afraid it is. And he, mm-hmm. But he tells, like, Max, you pull that fucking trunk, dude. Like, <laughs> you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know? But he, like, uh, but Max is like, like, nah, it's been a long day. I'm just going to, how about we just call it a fucking night? Yeah. Like, he has authority in this shit, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did that like make you laugh or it did, but like the cops they're having none of it, right? They're yeah. like, you, you know what? We're gonna have to impound your shit and we're gonna have to like take count of everything, so get out of the car. Yeah. And it's like you think it's gonna go south real quick. Yeah. But they get fucking lucky, bro. Uh-huh. Uh fucking the worst happens, there's a shootout, or whatever, they have to get fucking called out. Uh-huh. And they fucking take off. They're like, Oh, but you gotta go to the garage like yeah. right away and get this shit yeah. done immediately. Of course they don't fucking do that. He's fucking forced to do this shit. So then we get into the fucking, the second victim, bro. Which we don't know too much about the second victim. All we know is that he's like a criminal lawyer. That's it. Uh-huh. They don't go into like what he does or like anything involved with Felix. So they go to the stop, dude, and then fucking um, Vince kills him, dude. But but before that, he fucking gets Max 
fucking handcuffed to like a fucking steering wheel. Uh-huh. And then Max is like trying to like get attention on this, right? He has his fucking hazard lights on. Yep, yep. He's fucking honking. And these fucking like crackheads or these fucking <laughs> dope fiends or whatever the fuck yeah, they are, yeah. they come in and they take fucking Vincent's like fucking uh, briefcase. Yeah, they rob pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they rob him and shit like that. And this part's so fucking dope, dude, because like they take off, dude, and then fucking Vince, Vince sees this shit and he goes, yo, homie. Like when the fuck <laughs> have you seen... Or heard fucking Tom Cruise say, yo, homie. Yeah, yeah. Right? He goes, yo, homie, is this my, you have my briefcase? He goes, yeah, so? Yeah. Fucking, dude, this scene is sick, dude. How fucking fast. Because, like, Tom Cruise does his own stunts, right, dude? Yeah. So he, fucking, his his quickness in this shit was fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Like, what a fucking G he is in this part, dude. Yeah, this is like John Wick, right? Yeah. Um, He, I remember reading about, like, his training for this. He did, like, the same kind of training for John Wick as, of, like, you know, tactical shooting. He just double taps them both, like immediately. Yeah. You could tell he's got like military training or some, or mm-hmm. specialty training. Yeah, it's just a really, it's a really well done scene. Yeah, and it goes back to like Felix hiring the best motherfucker he can yeah. mm-hmm. to get to this shit, yep. right? Yeah, and one thing I did forget to mention, bro, is that, um, like when when they have this whole fucking like scene when like the taxi gets all fucked up, mm-hmm. like uh. Max's fucking boss gets word of this shit, right? Uh-huh. So remember that scene, dude? Because the cops, he... the cops tell them. Or yeah, he calls it into the cab company. Yes. So he has to like fucking get a hold of Max through that fucking like walkie-talkie intercom uh-huh. thing. Yep. And then like I just think like the, that scene's fucking sick because like uh fucking Vince is like he's like who are you trying to fucking like fool here? Yeah. He's like you know your fucking umbrella mm-hmm. fucking policies are gonna cover this fucking insurance thing's gonna cover mm-hmm. this. Who the fuck are you to tell this hardworking man what he's doing and shit yeah, like that? Yeah, But I think that's cool, too, that, like, they put, like, the introduction to the boss knowing that he can fucking, like, hit up Max at any time. Yeah. For anything, because it does come in to, uh, in effect, like, later in the movie. Uh-huh. Right? So, because of this shit, dude, like, the, he's already fucking, he's already hit up fucking target number two. Mm-hmm. So he says, all right, we're ahead of schedule. So I'm going to, let's go to a fucking jazz club, dude. Yeah. This seems fucking cool too, bro. Because again, bro, the conversations in this fucking film are great, man. So they go to this jazz club and hey, like I know like fucking like, uh, like Max is all like cool, calm and collected, even though like a bunch of shit has happened, dude. Yeah. But he's just fucking like vibing with him. He's like chilling mm-hmm. with him, having a drink and shit. Yeah. Because Hey man, after seeing all that shit, you're gonna need a drink, dude. You're right, <laughs> bet, dude. Am, yeah. I, am I wrong or wrong? no? You're right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, dude. So then they're they're seeing this jazz band play, and the trumpet player, like Mac, uh, excuse me, Vince sees his trumpet player, and he's telling like the waitress, like, man, who is this guy? And he's like, oh, that's Daniel. That's the owner of this club, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, oh, I gotta buy him a drink, not knowing that this motherfucker's the third target, bro. Mm-hmm. And I, when I first saw this movie, dude, when it first happened, I was just like, oh, shit, did I miss something? Because I didn't have it in, like, subtitles or anything like that. Yeah. So I was just like, hey, what the fuck did he say to him? Because he ends up bringing up those cartels. And then he fucking, like, he's about to take a sip of a shot, and he's like, oh, shit, like, damn. Like, what am I getting myself into? And he knows, like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm supposed... He, like, pretty much tells him, like, hey, I'm, I'm supposed to fucking take care of you, dude. Yep. Right? And then he tells him, he's like... uh, He's like, if you fucking let me leave, man, I'll go so far, dude. I'll, I'm just going to fucking disappear from this fucking place. Mm-hmm. But he ends up telling him, he's like, I'll let you live, dude, but you got to answer this fucking Miles Davis fucking question, dude. Yep. And like right, right before this, like he, he tells him that, though, that's that's what they're talking about is Miles Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I'm not I'm not a big jazz fan, dude, but I've heard the name Miles Davis. Dude. Yeah. Right. So 
So uh, Daniel apparently fucking knows everything about him and shit. So he tells him, like, what fucking school did he go to? Fucking answers the question. And he's like, okay. And then fucking Max fucking even says, yeah, he fucking got it right. But fucking uh, Vince fucking shoots him anyway, bro. Yeah. Fucking with a silencer. Which you got to say, bro. If you have a silencer, then wouldn't you fucking use a silencer for the rest of the fucking movie? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I will say, uh, you say he answers the question right, but uh-huh. I don't think he answers it completely right, right? Because uh, yeah. he says he goes to Juilliard, uh, and that's where he learns music. But then, you know, Vincent shoots him in the head and says, yeah, but he quit Juilliard, you mm-hmm. know, within less than a year. And then he went and met this other guy that trained him. That's mm-hmm. where he really learned music. So it's up to debate whether he answered the yeah. question right or not. So, so yeah, it's like he answered it, but it's like, did he answer it to, to his fucking liking? Yeah. Either but, way, he was fucked, bro. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It leaves it up to interpretation whether or not he was gonna kill him anyway, right? Even if he came up with that crazy answer where, yeah. oh, he went to Juilliard, but then dropped out and learned it from this other guy, he probably still would have gotten killed. Yeah. So. And one thing I forgot to mention, bro, is that during their their fucking conversation, is that the name Felix gets brought up again. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's like, uh, again, so like we, because Felix gets brought up a second time, it's like, okay, we need to remember this motherfucker. Yep. Right. But we're already uh, like aware as a viewer that these motherfuckers are like, like Felix is being like prosecuted for this shit. Uh huh. And that's why these targets are already fucking being fucking dealt with. Mm -hmm. The one that's not aware of this shit yet is fucking Frey Fanning. At least not yet. Yeah. He hasn't connected the dots yet. Yeah. So then we get to the scene, bro, because, like, uh, this part was fucking cool, dude, because, like, um, again, the fucking boss, like, hits up fucking Max and he says, hey, your your mom's calling you. Mm-hmm. She's wondering, like, why the fuck are you not, like, why haven't you gone over? Because apparently, like, his mother's sick yep. in the hospital mm-hmm. and he, visit, uh, he visits her every fucking day. But no phone call, no visit, no nothing. So he fucking, he hits him up, says, hey, you got a visitor. He's like, oh, well, tell my mom. That- no, no, no. That's your mom. You fucking tell her. But again, bro, like if you're Max, dude, he's like, dude, I'm I'm not gonna take a fucking hitman to go visit my mom in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. But he's fucked, bro. Yeah. Like, it's a fucked up situation. He's forced to, dude. Yep. To like not uh get like any fucking like uh like a spotlight on them. Like you gotta do everything as normal as it is. Yeah, that's what Vincent says. Yeah, because like, you're that's... you're anything but a fucking normal situation yep. right now. Yep. Yeah. And so the the cool fucking detail in this part is that when they go to the hospital, like they're going up in an elevator and then fucking Fanning is right there, bro. Mm-hmm. He fucking meets him and it's like, shit, like little does he know, dude, that he is fucking literally inches away from the people he fucking is responsible yeah. for why he's up at night. Yep. Fucking nice fucking scene there, man. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like a callback to the very first scene when, you know, Vincent sees Annie. So yeah. they're kind of yes. playing, they're playing on that whole coincidence. You yes. know, even though it's a giant population city, there's yeah. still coincidences. Yes, man. And then, so this is where like you meet uh, Max's mother, Ida, mm-hmm. or Ida, excuse me if yes. I fucked up the fucking name. I believe it is Ida. Yeah. yeah. And then, dude, again, bro, these conversations are fucking cool. I like the writing in this uh-huh. because like you get a sense that like fucking like Max's mom isn't like too fucking like she does say that like she's proud that he has uh-huh. his own fucking limousine business and then you yeah, find yeah. out that's a fucking lie because yeah. he's like, driving this taxi mm-hmm. but it's like uh t- um excuse me fucking vince is like hey we gotta get her flowers mm-hmm. like, he she ain't gonna give a fuck about these flowers dude yeah and she doesn't right and she doesn't mm-hmm. but then when she when he tells her like hey these these flowers are not bought by me they were by, yep. by this fucking mm-hmm. guy you know then she's like oh 
hey, I got to talk to you. Yeah. And then the, the fucking, like, nice fucking quote, he was like, hey, man, like, my son, man, you got to put a fucking gun in him to do whatever the fuck he has to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's exactly, basically, what he's fucking doing. Yep, exactly. To get him yep. to do shit, man. Yep. So, again, bro, this fucking, these conversations are fucking gold, man. Mm-hmm. I like it. So, uh, based off of that, this is where it comes back together where, like, the fucking, the limousine business, right? Yes. It's an obvious fucking lie that he is not a limousine owner. Or a business owner and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So like in a way, like fucking like Max is fucking embarrassed, bro. He just fucking he's so fucking pissed off, dude, because it's not what what he envisioned. You know what I mean? He didn't envision he envisioned himself to be a limousine fucking yeah like owner and shit. Not a fucking not a fucking a cab driver for twelve years. Yeah. yeah. Or eleven years for what it mm-hmm. is. So pissed off by this, he fucking takes Vince Vince's fucking uh, briefcase. Mm-hmm. Which I do gotta say this, bro. In one fucking scene, dude, right? The second scene when we're in the alley and shit, he leaves a briefcase like in the fucking tr- uh, taxi. Yeah. Why would he bring it with him for this fucking scene if he had been leaving it in the taxi the entire fucking time? Why yeah. would he do that? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, bro. Like nitpick on my part? No, Flaw? I don't no. know. What do you say? No, I agree with it. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So because of this, dude, he fucking, he grabs his briefcase and fucking like he takes it with him. Dude, there's this whole fucking chasing, right? Because mm-hmm. they're fucking running out of the fucking of the hospital. Yeah, they go through this bridge and everything. Yep, yep. Fucking Tom Cruise can sprint like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. Obviously, they make it look like fucking Jamie Foxx doesn't fucking run fast. Yeah. Uh, because it's Max's character, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, we all we're all aware that Tom Cruise has his own stunts, dude. Mm-hmm. So that's him legitimately fucking running. Yeah. He fucking runs like a motherfucker, dude. Yep. He sprints, dude, but he's not fast enough. Because Max fucking throws this fucking briefcase into the fucking freeway. Yep. And fucks up everything. The mm-hmm. last two fucking stops, all the information that Felix has given him, everything, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a fucked up situation now. Mm-hmm. Right there, dude, you could have like easily, like easily fucking, Vince could have fucking just fucked this fool. I'm dead and, right there. And, uh, you know, Max expects that, right? Because he, mm-hmm. he looks at him and he's like, he puts his hands out and expects to get shot. But then Vincent doesn't, so. Yeah. So then they get back to the they get back to the fucking taxi, dude. Mm-hmm. And again, another fucking nice conversation, dude. It's Max and Vince, and it's like they're on their way to go see Felix, dude. Yeah. And like he has to at this point because he needs those fucking names. He needs the last two to complete the job. Uh huh. Right. But the conversation that they have is like how fucking hard like Tom, uh, excuse me, fucking Vince's <laughs> life was, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because already, dude, it's already fucking like obviously like fucking. Vince is a fucking badass, bro. Yeah. Like, he's fucking, like, cold, malicious. Like, he is one calculated motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And so the whole fucking conversation is that that he hasn't had an easy life. His mother passed away when he was young. He says that he killed his father, but he was just joking. But is he really? Yeah, you know, I, I took it the other way. I thought, like, he was lying about everything. Mm. Just to kind of show how, like, cool and calm and collected he Interesting, is. Interesting, yeah. Because... He he gets Max to believe him, like, yeah, you know, I had a fucked up childhood too. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was a piece of shit and all this stuff. But then he jokes, like, no, I didn't kill him. Yeah. But then I thought, like, he was just lying about the whole thing. Because that's who, that's who Vincent would be. He would mm-hmm. be just a liar, a manipulator. Yeah, it's an interesting character study, bro. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, why would, why would he even fucking bring up his, like, personal shit? Yeah, because, it's- yeah, Vincent is cool comic collected he has everything planned out exactly why would he let something like that slip yeah. why would he tell anything about his personal life so yeah. i think he was just like lying 
Do you remember that one conversation they had earlier, dude, where he's like, uh, where he kills the first person? Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I don't, uh, I just met him. I, I killed him. I just met him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, am I supposed to get to know the person before I kill him? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't remember that, but yes. Yeah, dude. So it's like, fuck, dude. Like, it's up to the viewer. It's yeah. ambiguous. You yeah, know? It's, it definitely, Love that yeah. shit. Yep. But then he, he fucking says like, oh, no, my, my father, like, he, he died of liver cancer. Mm-hmm. Or so we're fucking led to believe, you know? But then this leads us to the introduction of the actual fucking Felix, man. We actually fucking see Felix this time, played by fucking Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. But before that, Vince tells Max, you're going to pretend that you're me and you're going to fucking go in there uh-huh. and get the fucking information. Yep. Fucking insane, dude. Because it's like, fuck, dude, this, this fucking taxi driver, what the fuck does he know about fucking talking with these thugs and these criminals and uh-huh. shit like that? Fucking crazy, but fucking Max handles his shit. He meets up with Felix, played by Javier Bardem, like I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Javier Bardem is not in this for like maybe not even five minutes, probably. Yeah. But I think he does a, f- a fine job. No problem. He's one of my favorite actors. I'm I'm just being biased, probably. <laughs> you know? He's fucking great, man. No, he is good. He's good in this yeah. one. So while this is going on, fucking Fanning goes to this fucking like uh it's like a surveillance fucking like group, right? Yeah, because the FBI are already sticking out this club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this part was a little too fucking convenient, though. Because they're checking out this place where Felix is at, right? Yes. And the fucking taxi is fucking parked to the side. And uh, Fanning comes in and he says, oh, hey, what the fuck is that? We're mm-hmm. looking, we're look, we happen to be looking for a fucking taxi. This one's all fucked up. A little too convenient for my liking. Well, the, the whole premise of this whole thing is that the FBI has already staken out uh, this club, you know, to because they're, they're surveilling this guy because he's got the... The trial the next day, right? Yeah. Um. So they don't really know what's been happening in the past 24 hours. And mm-hmm. that's when the LAPD, you know, Fanning comes up and says, like, hey, there's the fucking taxi that we're looking for that's got fucked up shit on it. Like, it's been smashed. And, you know, it's so it's it's convenient, but it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Cool. The, the part I, I don't like either, though, is that uh, they're like, oh, hey, let's fucking zoom in. Because by this time, like, fucking Max is, like, talking with the guards to go in. Yeah, yeah. And he says, oh, wait, zoom in. What does he say? And he says, oh, I'm Vincent. But bullshit. You can't fucking hear <laughs> yeah, that he that's says some, it's Vincent. I was going to say, that's some CSI bullshit. Where like, <laughs> enhance, enhance, enhance. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he fucking ends up meeting fucking Felix, man. Mm-hmm. They have this whole bullshit about, like, how fucking angry would you be if you fucking lost his list? Mm-hmm. He brings in this whole fucking Santa Claus bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, like if, if the elves fucking lost the Santa Claus list. Like, how fucking pissed would Santa Claus be? <laughs> Which I thought was actually all right, like, yeah. for for whatever it is, you know? Uh-huh. But regardless of what it is, man, he gives him this fucking, like, this fucking, uh, like a, not, what the fuck? Bro? I was about to say floppy disk? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> yeah, a, like a drive, drive. Yeah. a flash drive. Thank you, bro. Yeah, but you gotta remember, too, like, uh, for the first half of this conversation, Max is, you know, he's playing defense. Mm-hmm. He's being weak. And then finally, for the second half, he, he grows some balls and he's like, he takes offensive. He's like, you know what? You know, I'm human. I fucked up. But, yeah. you know, and then that's when the guy's like, all right, you're right. And then he gives him the the flash drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, you better tell that motherfucker put his gun down, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That, fuck, yeah. that was dope, huh? Yeah, yeah. He, like, does a 180. Yep. Yeah, it's like, where did this motherfucker come from? Yep. You know, and then he's even, like, like to the point where he's, like, he's praying to be Vince. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, hey, for a token of my appreciation, I'm going to give you a fucking discount. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it's his fucking money. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But good shit right there, man. Uh-huh. And then um, before they take off, because they're going to the fourth target now, which is 
a gentleman by the name of Lim, mm-hmm. right? But they're like already. So the surveillance people, they're like, there's, they're starting to connect the fucking dots now. Yeah. They're saying like, holy shit, these fucking people that have been dead tonight are all fucking related to Felix's case. Yeah, they're all so witnesses. Fuck. Yeah. So hey, yo, let's go get Lim. Lim. Mm-hmm. They somehow fucking figure out that. Do they? Do they explain that how they fucking know where Lim is at? Yeah, because he's a witness, right? So they they know where the other witnesses are, and they know he's at this club. Yeah, so the the, the club is Fever, uh-huh. right? Excuse me, there's a burp right there. <laughs> I gotta say this, bro. This this fucking scene is fucking dope, bro. <laughs> this is like this is probably the scene that makes me fucking want to rewatch this movie, uh-huh. where I have no problem just based on this fucking scene alone. Yeah, this club scene is one of the best fucking club scenes I've ever seen in a movie. If not my favorite, personal favorite. Okay. What I love about it is the fucking music, bro. Okay. The Paul Okerfeld fucking Ready Steady Go, the Korean version, mm-hmm. fucking fits the fucking, the whole narrative fucking perfectly. The whole vibe. Everybody at a club fucking dancing with Tom Cruise right there and and Max just fucking ready to take this motherfucker down. Yeah. Yeah. However, bro, I will say this. As fucking great as I just fucking put this scene, there are two fucking flaws I got in this <laughs> shit, bro. All right. All right. So first thing is this, dude. All right. I've already mentioned that fucking badass music. Everybody's a good fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's there, dude. So like Fanning's there. The surveillance people are there. Follow them. They go in there. So their thing is to protect this fucking limb guy, right? Uh-huh. Limb, right. Okay. So this fucking guy, one of the surveillance guys, I think I believe his last name is like Pedrosa or something like that. Okay. When they're fucking nearing, because they think since since fucking Max was in he goes into see felix they think that he's vince yes right mm-hmm. so they think he's the fucking hitman yep so then this fucking surveillance guy fucking he's like a fucking he's a long ways away right he's pretty far from him so yeah, then yeah. why the fuck would you say like hey vince freeze like yeah. why if you're that fucking far why not get close to this motherfucker and then fucking apprehend him yeah i don't know because of this shit, dude, of course they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. So then it fucking goes everywhere and everybody starts shooting and shit. Yeah. But again, for our fucking perspective as a viewer, this scene is fucking dope. But again, here's another fucking flaw, brother. Okay. Is that fucking shots are fired, bro. Right? Lim is in a fucking like, like in a table. Yeah. With these two women, dude. Yep. Shots are fired, bro. No. Get the fuck down. Mm-hmm. You don't just, fu- he's a still target, dude. Uh-huh. Never does he fucking say like, because... I think an initial reaction would be like, yo, get the fuck down. Move, bitch. Like, or I don't mean to say bitch, but come on. <laughs> you know? Like, move, bitch. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. down. No, dude. He fucking stays up there. He's a fucking, like, a open target. Yeah. And fuck, he just stays there. And then again, dude, like, fucking, he has, like, a massive security fucking around him. Not one of those motherfuckers from the security could help him to fucking get there and to go down for cover. Yeah. Not one of those motherfuckers. I don't know. They need to be fired. <laughs> Worse, they get fucking killed. Yeah. That's what happens, bro. <laughs> so this is what happens. Fucking Vincent being the fucking badass that he is, he fucking kills Lim, dude. Yep. So for fucking victim number four, completed, man. Mm-hmm. But here's the fucked up part. Fucking Ray Fanning, work, tremendous work ethic and everything. Yep. Fucking knows that fucking Vince is not the fucking, uh, or excuse me, Max is not Vince. Uh-huh. Right? He fucking tries to get him out. And he says, hey, man, I know you're not fucking, uh-huh. I know you're not the hit, man. So here, let me get you out, dude. And as soon as they're fucking out, bro, he doesn't even take two steps. Boom, boom, boom. Fucking uh, Vince fucking shoots and kills Fanning. Yeah, bro. I feel like that was a great shocker, dude. Because nobody right? was expecting that, right? He's right? just like, 
He's like, all right, man, I got you. I know what's going on right now. And then he ushers him out the door. And then as soon as he's like walks out, he gets shot and killed. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it caught me by surprise. I thought for sure Fanning was going to be to like the very end yeah, of this shit. Yeah, yeah. But good shit right there. I like how it, it gives us a little bit of a curveball there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No fucking qualms about that, man. Yep. And it, it's, it's fucking... So it's fucking great. So then fucking uh, Vince gets Max to get back into the fucking... To the taxi. Yeah. And again, they have a nice fucking conversation, dude. <laughs> like, despite all this bullshit happening. Yeah. They get into this fucking conversation, dude. But like the thing is, dude, by this fucking time, dude, Max is fed up with this bullshit, dude. Uh-huh. He is fucking like so fed up with all the bullshit that's happened. He's had a long night. Yep. But I think the fuck up is uh, where where Vince fucks up is that he brings up Annie. Not not directly saying fucking Annie's name. Uh-huh. Because he says, why don't you call the girl up? She gave you your fucking card. Yeah, yeah. And shit like that. And this fucking like just, this puts like a fucking Max into a fucking rage, bro. Uh-huh. He starts fucking like, like fucking, like he, he fucking floors it basically. He starts speeding up in this fucking mm-hmm. taxi. And I don't know about you, brother, but I got some fucking parallels with another <laughs> fucking Vanilla movie. Sky? Yes, brother. Uh, yeah. The... So if, you, if you'd like to elaborate on it, because I know you like Vanilla Sky more than I did. You yeah. can say the fucking parallels in this, bro. Well, I'll say in this film, he fared better <laughs> because uh, I know uh, he flips the car. He flips the taxi. He hits like a barrier or something, mm-hmm. right? They flip over and then they both get fucked up. They get knocked out, right? Yeah. And then, you know, he comes to and then obviously, you know. So the thing, dude, is like when, when I saw this shit, dude, because I Vanilla Sky is pretty fresh in my mind. Uh-huh. Right? So I was just like, huh, Cameron Diaz isn't in this shit, obviously. <laughs> but it's like, damn. Tom Cruise in another fucking movie that we're reviewing where he's in a car and like the pa- uh, the person driving purposely fucks up the car. Yeah. And I said, yeah, dude, like maybe this is a sign, bro. <laughs> we're connecting these fucking movies somehow in our fucking universe. Yeah. You know, so good shit right there. Mm-hmm. So the thing I will say, too, is that like, uh, again, bro, these fucking conversations were so fucking nice. And I like how it fucking progressed to be like. Oh, you keep fucking bringing this shit up. And then it gets to the point where it's like, fuck this. And he fucking like crashes the fucking taxi. Yeah. Again, bro, these conversations, the dialogue's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. No fucking things. So when it crashes, though, like the, the crash looked pretty fucking serious. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know, but fucking Vince being the baddest that he is fucking takes off. Yeah. He takes off without his shit, though, without the laptop, without. Mm-hmm. Without fucking... his gun. Hey, that too, bro. Yeah. And then I. I uh, is this a flaw, bro, or just a nitpick? Because right. they do say fucking it's L.A. There's a lot of people, but only one cop shows up. Yeah, for the crash. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I there's mean, no, there's no people around either for this. Yes, L.A. is a populated area, brother. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really say what time it is. Maybe it's mm-hmm. late at night. I mean, even in places like L.A., really late at night. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not have like a, a heavy cop presence. So, I mean, I don't know. I could suspend my disbelief for that. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, dude. And then that well that's what ends up happening. But then um the cop shows up and then Max fucking realizes that the fucking laptop is open. Mm-hmm. Which despite that fucking trash, that laptop should have been fucking shred to smithereens, bro. Yeah. It should have. But hey, for our fucking for our convenience, it's open. And yeah. that's where Max fucking realizes, like, oh shit. This is the last victim. It's Annie. And another important thing to note too is that Vincent leaves his gun behind. Yeah. And Max, he gets it. He uses it. He uses it to uh, to tell that cop to fuck yeah, off, right? Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. cop that yeah, comes yeah. over, dude. Yeah. But this is important because this plays into the end. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great, man. Um, Again, he fucking, like, easily fucking, like, makes this cop, like, to fucking, like, fuck off, you know? Uh-huh. It's, it's rather too easy. It's like, man, this fucking cop sucks, bro. Yeah. Like, his, his foot needs to be fired. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You know? Yeah, I mean, not everybody's but, great at their job, so. But, but to me, bro, this is kind of where, like, shit kind of fucking starts hitting the fan for me. Okay. There are parts here where, like, there's too many nitpicks. Just parts that I'm just like, meh. And they got to me to the part where shit just started dragging. Parts that I wasn't too fucking fond of. Okay. J- just for my liking. So just, okay. Just hear me out a little bit. Okay. All right. So he realizes that fucking Jada or <laughs> Jada, fuck it. <laughs> Annie is the last fucking, uh-huh. is the last victim. Yep. Okay, great. You don't have a fucking phone on you anymore. Mm-hmm. So he steals his fucking phone. How convenient is it the fucking phone's about to die? Yeah, I know, right? Right? Mm-hmm. And then he fucking calls it and calls it and calls it. Fucking Annie finally picks up. She's uh-huh. by herself, apparently, in this fucking big old building. Yeah, working the late night, yeah. Yeah, working the late night. She can't fucking hear everything. And, like, they make it, a, like, to seem, dude, like, he, like, like Vince, Vince knows, who, I guess, apparently he fucking knows where to go now. Yeah. He needs fucking, like, like Max to get there. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, I don't know, dude, does it seem like he's like, he knows where to fucking go? Apparently he fucking knows where to go, but this is where he needs Max. Well, he knows, get him there. he knows her name. So, yeah. you know, Vincent obviously is a resourceful guy. So he knows her name and I figure that he, he finds out, you know, what building she works in. And then yeah. he finds out what floor she works on. And that like plays into, he goes to the wrong floor because she's not there. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You okay. got me there, brother. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Nice shit right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he also kills like the fucking security. Yeah. He's right? got, he's got the keys. Yep. Yeah. But the thing is like the fucking distance though, bro, the distance, because he fucking, <laughs> that's his bullshit. He fucking calls Annie mm-hmm. supposedly from fucking all that fucking distance. He can see her in that fucking, in mm-hmm. her office. Bullshit. Yeah. He, well, he, cause his cell phone is about to die. And yeah. you know, back in 2004, those of us that had cell phones, you know, reception was shitty. So he runs up to the top of a parking garage, which mm-hmm. happens to be across the street from that building. Yeah. Yeah. It's super convenient. Yeah. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. And then dude, like not even that once it fucking like, he tells her like, Oh dude, like, um, Oh dude, my bad. <laughs> he doesn't call her dude. <laughs> He's like, Hey Annie, like, Hey, I know I just met you today, but Hey, someone's out to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. No, you right? know? And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is this a joke? Cause it's saying funny, which it mm-hmm. isn't dude. That's mm-hmm. pretty, like pretty reasonable shit to say, uh-huh. you know? But then he tells her, like, someone's on the way to kill you. Uh, get get the fuck out of there, basically. Right? But to get there, bro, he fucking needs to cross a bridge. Mm-hmm. He also needs to pick up this heavy-ass fucking thing that he fails at. Yeah. Then he takes fucking Vince's gun and shoots the fucking... Yeah. And then he has to fucking go quite a distance. And then luckily, he gets the <laughs> elevator to fucking go up there. That's a lot of distance, bro. Yeah. By this time, I say fuck no. Because they made Vince to be such a fucking badass, bro, that he doesn't fuck around. That mm-hmm. by this time, there's no way fucking Max would have fucking like caught up to him yeah. and not killed her, dude. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But they they played it off as like you know Vincent knew where to go based on her you know the the what floor she's supposed to work on, and then he yeah. he find he goes to her office and he sees like the you know the open Chinese food of somebody eating there, but she's not there yeah. because she went to the law library, which was what two floors above or yes. two floors below. Yeah. Um. And he doesn't know that, so he's over there trying to like figure out what the fuck. So I mean, it's it's believable in in its way. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, uh, I, I I will say this though: the way he finds out that where where fucking Annie's at was fucking cool. 
That yeah. was nice. Yeah, because of the the, the blink the blinking. Yeah, the call thing. forwarding. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah. So being the fucking psychopath that he is, dude, he sees where he is and he decides to fucking like cut off like the the power from that just that area. Yeah. But it's not like he fucking knew it was just gonna be that fucking area. Yeah. But again, dude, like, like there's no way like fucking Max was gonna cover all that fucking ground to catch up, dude. It just you're not you're not gonna fucking buy me on that one, dude. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Yes. Yeah, dude. And then so what ends up happening is fucking Max catches up with Annie mm-hmm. and fucking like like th- he wounds him right, he shoots him. Okay. Right, and then fucking all right, and this is another thing, bro, because like fucking the because I've already established right that Tom Cruise like fucking does his own stunts. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you notice that botch that he does? They got left in the fucking movie? No. All right, so he fucking shoots him. So Max fucking shoots him, and then fucking he takes fucking Annie and fucking to fucking run. But he's like on the other fucking side, so he needs to shoot his way through. So he shoots all this fucking glass, and then to break more glass, he fucking throws a chair. And then he goes over the chair, but he fucking like jumps on it on accident and fucking falls. <laughs> Did you see that, bro? No, I don't remember that part. Yeah, I have let's to go back and look dude, at. It. We're gonna All we're right. gonna go back and fucking see, bro. That was a okay. fucking clear botch that they left in okay. the fucking movie. All right, it's fucking cool, dude. All right, so then no fucking like, and and I get this shit, dude. They do this for like dramatics and shit and suspense. Uh huh. Just for like having the fucking lights off and everything. Yeah. But to me, like fucking this scene fucking dragged, bro. Really? It fucking dragged. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, the power's out. No fucking, like, no qualms there, dude. But like, there was like, it goes like a good fucking five minutes of like nobody fucking talking. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it got to the point where I'm just like, dude, these like over dramatics. It's like fucking (laughs) somebody. And, And again, bro, by this time for me, dude, this shit is just hitting the fan. Okay. Right? So then fucking Max and fucking Annie leave, dude. And they're fucking, dude, they're running for their fucking lives, bro. Yeah. And I got another fucking nitpick, brother. Okay. And it's like fucking, all right. So Annie is fucking running for her life while she's still wearing her fucking heels. (laughs) I didn't notice that. Did you notice? No, I didn't. She's still wearing her heels. Take them fucking off. You're fighting. You're fucking running for your fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Take them off. Mm-hmm. They're not that important. Dude. <laughs> like, oh man, I I know I'm going like way fucking like. Too <laughs> no, deep that's into a good that's shit, a good bro. observation because I didn't notice that shit at all. Yeah, dude, it's just it gets to the point, dude, where they get fucking they get into the subway, mm-hmm. right? And again, bro, this is where I, I I find a fucking qualm in this shit, dude. Okay, because because fucking Vince catches up to them. Yep, no fucking problem there, but he fucking like starts. They engage in a fucking shootout, right? Yep, like. We it's already established, dude, that fucking Vince is a fucking badass. He's sick at fucking shooting, dude. Yeah. But then fucking he takes his fucking gun, dude. Fucking Max. He takes fucking Vince's gun. Uh-huh. And like he he basically goes out there and fucking closes his eyes and he shoots aimlessly. Yeah. And that's how he fucking goes down, bro. Yeah. Like that's how this fucking greatest hitman that fucking Felix hired is mm. gonna go down. Yeah. I'm not buying that, brother. Yeah, I didn't like this scene either, but I will say there's one part about this scene that I did like. Uh-huh. It, it plays into how well-trained Vincent was. Mm-hmm. And like the John Wick, how I mentioned earlier, yeah. is that when... Because Vincent loses his gun when the taxi cab flips over. Yes. So he kills the security guard and takes his gun, which is a different gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at this end scene when he's shooting out with uh, Max... He he empties his magazine, you know, he shoots all his bullets, and then he drops it 
and then he immediately goes to grab his extra, you know, magazine, but he realizes like I don't have the same gun. So mm. he like he, he you could I missed s- that completely. And it's 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 a perfect attention to detail for this movie because you know, assassins like that or, you know, even people that are trained in that, mm. they, it's all based on muscle memory. Yes. So he immediately goes to grab another magazine when he's out of ammo, but he realizes, oh, I don't have the same gun. And then he... That's he, where he, he realizes that fucking Max took it. Yeah. And he... Fuck. That's when he... You could see his face. He's he's like going to reach for it and he's like, oh, it's not there. And That then completely he, went over my head, bro. No, that's, that's, some, that's, yeah. that's real good technical knowledge that's applied to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, brother. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for bringing that. If I rewatch it, I'm gonna fucking look for that dude. Yeah, it's fucking it, dope. I noticed that, and I was like, "Oh, that's a real good attention to detail." Because most people aren't gonna capture mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. That, fuck, dude, I'm disappointed in myself, <laughs> dude. I think I no. feel like for all the little things that I do catch on, I didn't catch that shit. No, yeah, it, it's it's a good it's a good little touch. <laughs> fuck yeah, brother. But then, like I mentioned, dude, he fucking shoots aimlessly, dude. Uh-huh. And fucking it wounds him yep. fucking badly, dude. Yeah, mortally, yep. Yeah, and then he just fucking sits on the subway, and it goes back to. Their conversation, like I mentioned before, these conversations are fucking great. They're there mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Right? L.A. is fucking overpopulated. There's a story that fucking Vincent says, like, there's so many people in this fucking city that someone dies on the fucking subway. Nobody fucking notices it. Uh-huh. So then he fucking, he shoots him. He knows he's fucking dead, dude. And he says, hey, Max, would anybody fucking notice my corpse on the subway mm-hmm. if I fucking went away? And I said, fuck. That yeah. was nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, the fucking ending is very anticlimactic because yeah. after that, dude, he just kind of like fucking rolls over and then fucking uh, Annie and Max just get off on the next stop. Mm-hmm. No fucking words. Mm, that's it. End of the movie. Yeah. Very, to me, just very anticlimactic. Yeah. And I'll to fucking to leading up to this fucking shit, dude, where I mentioned that shit hits the fan. I was enjoying this shit so fucking much, dude. And then like it got to the end where I was just like, all right, let's wrap this motherfucker up a little bit. <laughs> and then just how it ended to me on a sour note, I was like, mm. it, to me, it's like, fuck. Especially like all these years later when I rewatch it, uh-huh. I was just like, ah. Like I fucking, I wanted to like bite my hand and just be like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, ah. it was a little too nice and neat. Yes. But uh, do you have some overall impressions, brother, before we get into some of the work from these characters? Overall impressions of this movie, I, I liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years and i don't even know if i've seen it all the way through but i know i've seen the whole movie just in parts yeah because i remember every part of it every every like different act but um i don't know i i feel like this is a pretty good solid movie so yeah i mean i overall, agree bro that's mm-hmm. why we felt like i felt like it was my recommendation i felt yeah. like we should review it exactly you know and to get tom cruise back in there i guess because like i did mention <laughs> i'm not a fan of his but this this is a fucking great movie. For yeah, yeah. At least his performance, you know? Yeah. So let's get into it, brother. His uh, other work from some of these characters, all right? Let's start with Tom Cruise, bro. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, yeah. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows his shit already. Yeah. You know, we, everybody's aware of all the other shit. But if there's anything I will say is fucking... How about Interview with the Vampire, dude? That's a good one. It's a good one, right? Yeah. I'd say it's pretty cool. Like Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. fucking a young Kirsten Dunst is mm-hmm. in it. Yep, yep. Like if anybody likes Tom Cruise, I'm sure they would appreciate Interview with the Vampire, dude. Yeah, you know, I also, the last time we talked about Tom Cruise, I mentioned Edge of Tomorrow. But if you like Tom Cruise, Far and Away is a good one. Hey, yeah, man, but... might as well fucking bring up Tropic Thunder, brother. How about <laughs> well, that one? 
Everybody knows that one. Well, it doesn't fit our criteria. But well, far and away was one. was I think 1992. With that's when he met Nicole Kidman, his his wife, right? Uh huh. So I mean, it's a good one. But yeah, yeah, fuck it. Tropic Thunder is pretty dope though. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Personally, my favorite character in that movie was Jack Black. But that's yes. for another fucking time, bro. Okay. All right, let's get into Jamie Foxx, bro. Okay. Do you have any movies about Jamie Foxx? Mm, nothing's coming to mind. Okay, well I got one, dude. Uh, I wouldn't say this movie is like fucking. Because they got like mixed reviews and shit like that. Uh huh. Because he is an Oscar winner, bro. He 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 won an Oscar for Ray. Mm-hmm. Fucking great movie. Yeah. But the one movie that I'm gonna go out of uh, my way to say for people to check out is Law Abiding Citizen. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Very good with Gerard Butler. Yep. I it's this movie is not gonna fucking garner like fucking Oscar, uh, fucking awards or anything like that. But I do think it's a movie that people will go out should go out of the way just to check out because uh-huh. I think people will enjoy that fucking movie it's a good fucking movie yeah all right and then i'm gonna go with jada all right (laughs) jada pinkett man yeah uh let's put her fucking like personal shit behind because yeah i'm not too fond of her as a person yeah you know but one fucking thing i will say about her is that she was very good in a show and that's gotham Mm. Have you ever watched Gotham, bro? No, but I've heard about it. I remember my friends really liked that show, but I, ne- I never watched it. Very good fucking show. She plays Fish Mooney. Okay. Fucking good character. Uh, she plays a fucking cunt, so she probably didn't have to act too much. <laughs> and the last person I'm going to bring up is the director, Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. So he has some pretty good fucking, like, noteworthy fucking movies that he's directed, bro. Okay. The first one I'm going to bring up is Last of the Mohicans. Ooh. A fucking great movie. It has personally my favorite uh, actor of all time, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Sir Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. He is fucking great in this. I would say the last 15 or 20 minutes of that movie is probably one of the best Oof. parts of, of cinematography history, dude. I love yes. that movie. It's great. Fuck yeah, brother. Say it. Yes, it's say, great. Say, I love that movie. Say it for the people in the back. It's a great <laughs> fucking movie. Yes. That I don't think enough people have checked out. Yep. All right. The next fucking movie I'm going to bring up about Michael Mann that he directed. It's probably a movie a lot of people have seen, but it's a badass crime film. Please go out of your way and check out fucking Heat. Ooh, that's another good one. Yep. Fucking not the Heat with fucking <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, God. It's Heat with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, yep. Tom Sizemore. Come on. Those fucking people. Val Kilmer. All yeah. those people I just fucking mentioned. Come on. Go out of your way and fucking check out Heat. Yeah. Michael Mann, dude. He He's done some uh, recently not, not so much shit. But uh, those movies, if you enjoyed Collateral, you should go out of your way and check out those ones. Yeah. So what do you say, brother? I think it's time we give it that fucking overall. Yeah, let's Just do it, Just give man. out our fucking overall impressions and let's break this fucking movie, brother. Let's do it. If you don't mind, let me go first. Go first, Is that man. all right? Cool. So overall, brother, since it was my recommendation, it was a great fucking film. I, uh, I've said it many times throughout this episode. The writing in this is fucking great. I very much enjoyed the fucking conversations, the dialogue in this. The writing is fucking amazing. I love it. I will go out of my way and say this is one of, if not Tom Cruise's best performance, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise, but I do like this fucking movie, man. It's fucking great. And the dialogue does not happen without these fucking actors, like, executing them perfectly. So credit to Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, man. And I will say, like, I so badly wanted to put this in elite range, brother. Mm-hmm. But for my favorite scene to have some nitpicks and then the end with like a sour taste in my mouth with just flaws and nitpicks like shit, I can't okay. fucking do that. Okay. But I'm going to give this a fucking 7 out of 10 and it's barely a fucking 7. It's a B minus. 
it's like a C plus, C minus on that fucking verge, man. Okay. It just it left me a little bit disappointed uh overall, but still, fuck, dude. These fucking characters are so fucking awesome, and this is still a fucking movie people should check out. I love this movie, man, but again, fucking left me with like a bad taste in my mouth. So I can't give it an elite range, brother. I can't fucking okay. do it. All right. Uh for me, uh I like this movie. I've seen it over the years a few times in pieces. This is the first time I think I've watched it from you know beginning to end. It kept my interest from the beginning. Um, I liked all the characters. I thought the acting was great. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack I didn't pay as much attention to it as it's you great, did, brother. I but yeah, love it. it wasn't bad. Um, overall, I liked the attention to detail they put in this movie. You know, especially with like Tom Cruise's technical ability with like the shooting and you know tactics behind it. It was really well done for me. I'm going to give this movie a seven point five out Ooh, of ten. Fuck. Like you say, it's not quite elite, but this one is really good. It's a really good watch. It's yeah. going to keep you interested. It's going to keep you engaged the whole time. Um, yeah, 7.5. I easily. love it, brother. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed it a little more than me. Uh, yes. Definitely from a second viewing. Yep. And I'm glad it is because since I recommended it, you liked it more than I did. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking dope, man. Can't yeah. say enough. So yeah, definitely a movie that I feel like it was worth a review. Mm-hmm. For sure. Excuse me. <laughs> nice little burp right there. This fucking beer, brother. Yeah, it's like I, some octane, huh? This fucking, because it's eleven percent. This fucking, <laughs> this fucking one beer lasted the entire fucking episode. Yes, because I can't fucking sip on this. Like I can't down it. Mm-hmm. But man, this is good fucking shit, man. <laughs> but then here we go, man. There we are. We're here to wrap this shit up, brother. Let's what do you it. say? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us for this episode, our fucking episode that is number fucking twenty, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. Just to another twenty. Mm-hmm. Let's do that shit, huh? All right, so much love to all of you. Remember to be kind to one another. Fucking Ellen. Fucking see you. I'll always say that shit, man. Be yeah. better, Ellen. For the love of your fucking God. All right, so much love to all of you. Please join us next week. We have a fucking badass one. A crazy one. An insane crazy one that has one of the greatest fucking twist endings you'll ever fucking see. So please be on the lookout for that one. So much love to all of you and peace. All right. Mwah. See you later. again for joining us to the very end please join us next week for the first half of a two-part episode as we compare a film with its american remake and that movie is old boy a film directed by chan wook park please watch the movie for its insane twist ending and then join us for the discussion portion of the show love to all and bottoms up